Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Ben Olson, that's Matt Dumont. We're with LSATdemon.com and our weekly podcast, Thinking LSAT. This email here is from Maggie. It says, hi, Ben and Nathan. Uh, do the students who receive full-ride scholarship offers to certain schools typically fall in the school's 75th percentile or above range in terms of LSAT and GPA? Is it fair to assume that I have a low chance of getting a full ride to a school if my stats in either or both of these categories are lower than the school's 75th percentile? Thanks, Maggie. There's a little PS here. Maggie says, P.S. I started off with a cold diagnostic of 151, which is excellent. Super awesome. Just PT'd a 167 after three months of studying. All thanks to the demon. Hashtag praise the demon. Very cool. That's amazing, Maggie. Congratulations, first off, for that huge improvement. Sky's the limit. I would expect you to be in the 170s shortly. Like, don't stop until you're mid-170s and above. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, especially with a cold diagnostic of 151. That's a very high starting score. Yep. Um, you know, Maggie, uh, generally speaking, yeah, the the higher your LSAT and GPA relative to the 75th percentile is going to increase your chances of scholarships. But you got to realize, too, that every school is different here. Some schools are giving scholarships to a third of their class. Some schools are giving scholarships to literally everyone or 99% of their class. Yep. And so, it, it, as you can imagine, if the scholarships are distributed over a larger portion of the class, then what is it going to take to get a full ride is going to drop with that, right? So in some cases, you're going to have to be above the 75th percentile. In other cases, you're just going to have to be above the 50th percentile. So instead of trying to figure that all out for every school, just go to lsatdemon.com forward slash scholarships, put in your numbers and let it do all that math for you. Yeah. Maybe I'm missing something here, but... No, I think all that tracks. I think it also depends uh, what schools you're looking at. If you're looking at like the top of the top, you know, Yale gets a lot of people that have a 4.0 and above and like a 175 and above. And so if you're and Yale doesn't even offer uh, scholarships in this way. So it's like, yeah. m- maybe I'll use Chicago instead. Chicago is a better yeah, example because sure. they do merit scholarships. So Chicago probably gets a lot of people that are close to 4.0 and a 175 or above. And so if you don't have both of those things, they have plenty of people who do. One thing um, that is interesting is when we saw when we were looking at those charts on LSD dot is it LSD dot what is it LSD dot law? Uh, it's yeah LSD dot law, which I oh, thought okay. was funny. Like LSD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so if you go to law school data, which is LSD.law, um, you can look at charts and you can clearly see these um, these uh, 90 degree angles that are centered around the median GPA and the median LSAT. And it shows that for some schools, as long as you're above the 50th percentile, if as long as you're above the median for the LSAT, or the GPA, mm-hmm. they are going to admit you, even if your your other number is way below that median. So right. it really just depends on the school. Maggie, I think your your easiest <laughs> bet here is just go to the scholarship estimator, figure it out from there. 
Cool. Cool. Uh, email daily at lsatdemon.com if you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or law school admissions news. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.